Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. All right. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. We sure hope you guys had a really awesome weekend. We know we certainly did. Uh, Before we get to the prayers, though, I'm kind of excited because we're going to start a new series here. All right. I thought we'd start a new series on actually relationships. And I want to do this for two reasons. First, we all want to know how to build stronger relationships with, with one another and especially with our significant others, our our wives, our husbands, boyfriends, girlfriends, whatever. That's important, but also there's a strong parallel between those relationships with other people and our relationship with God. In fact, I would suggest that God uses our personal relationships with each other in order to teach us what our relationship with him should look like. And the best place to begin these lessons, obviously, would be at the beginning of a relationship. Now, for those those of you who know the story of me and Kristen, we were each, or for who don't know it, I should say, We were each single for seven years before we met each other. And when you finally meet that special person after years and years of praying and and leaning on your faith and actually having some times of doubt and self-pity and all those other things, when you finally meet the right person, it's tempting to think that the hard part is over. But it's important that any good relationship be built on a strong foundation. And that building starts the moment the relationship starts and never ends, okay? You know, Hollywood romance stories are always the same thing, and and they make it seem a little bit too easy. But what is it? It's boy meets girl, boy pursues girl, boy gets girl, right? Or maybe it's done from the girl's perspective. They're usually not about maintaining the relationship, and they're almost never about actually building it. And so we're conditioned to believe that the finding and the chasing and the catching are the hard part, and everything that happens after the credits roll just all kind of takes care of itself somehow. Well, here's some news for you that I had to learn the hard way. Finding the right person for as difficult as it as it may seem and for as long as it might take is not the hard part. And I say that to you as someone who didn't find the right person until I was 40. Finding each other is just the prerequisite to the hard part. The hard part is actually doing the work of building the relationship. And because I didn't realize that early on, I was operating in the first few weeks and months of our of our relationship under the mistaken belief that I could just kind of put this thing on autopilot and everything would take care of itself. I knew I loved Kristen very much and I thought that was enough. And then someday we would get married and everything would work itself out. And that is just not the case. Now, I'm not saying that this has to be laborious, but you do have to be committed to the relationship. And that means putting in time and effort every day to grow as a couple, to grow as a person also, and to learn about each other, and to learn about yourself. The Bible says in Romans 12, 10, be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. And that means every single day, making sure that other person feels fully loved, taking the time to have long conversations with that person every day, sending that that person text messages every day, reaffirming that person so that you don't let any kind of doubt and unbelief and fear enter into the relationship because those are the weapons of the enemy. Kristen and I start every day by calling each other to pray so we can fill ourselves up. We pray every night together after our podcast. 
When I drive to her house and get off the highway, I call her from my car so she can pray me in as I drive through her town. Every morning after our prayer, I send her a text message and a voice text, and she does the same. We do the same thing after lunch. We do the same thing before we go to bed. Even though we live over an hour apart, we spend more time with each other in one week than some married couple spend together in a year, if not much longer. And it's critical because making time for each other is like pouring more and more concrete into our foundation so that when storms come, the relationship is much more fortified and can withstand them. And that takes a daily, if not hourly, commitment. Well, look, it's really no different with God, right? So many of us come to God after a wilderness period in our lives where we're searching for answers, we're searching for meaning. Heck, we don't even know what we're searching for half the time, but we know we're searching for something. And finally, we find God, and it's like this great emotional release, and we couldn't be happier. Well, unfortunately, some people never get past that point. Jesus actually talks about this in the parable of the sower, and he says, A man throws seeds, and some of the seed goes into thorns, and it never grows. And some goes onto hard ground, and it never grows. And some goes into shallow ground, and it grows quickly, but it only grows a little because it doesn't take root. Well, you don't want to be the shallow ground kind of person because that person gets easily uprooted. Be the deep ground person, the person who God plants a seed in deeply. You found Jesus. You came to God. That's great. I'm happy for you. But now you have to actually build that relationship. It has to take root and the roots have to grow very deep. Don't think that just because you've been born again and baptized and stuff like that, that your spiritual journey is now over. No, your spiritual journey is only beginning. And it requires a daily, if not hourly, commitment. But fortunately, Jesus says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. All of which is to say that whether you're in a personal relationship that you're trying to build or you're in a relationship with God, which should also be personal, by the way, getting to the relationship is not the end. It's only the beginning. And being committed to the other person means being committed to putting in the time and effort to grow the relationship and also to grow yourself. That's my message for you today. Awesome. Awesome. And, uh, you know, I remember something. Well, I remember a lot of things, but I remember in the first few weeks of our relationship, Jordan, something you said um, that I really was impressed with where you said that you wanted to put in the work to build trust with me, to build that trust. And you certainly did. And you know, every relationship is built on trust. Our relationship with God is built on trust. Anytime we're living out of fear or doubt, it's because we're not living in the trust that he wants us to live in. And, um, you know, an interesting parallel is that, like you said, living an hour apart, when we're not physically together, I still trust you just as much as when we are physically together. And it could go for married couples too, if you know, you're not together 24 right. seven. Um, and so, you know, with God, the same parallel is there are times where we feel his presence so deeply and the trust is there. And then in those times, that's where you build the trust. So that the times that you, for whatever reason, don't feel God is close, you still trust him. You still know, and you know, his character and, you, and that trust is there. So it's all built on trust, and it's putting in the time to v- right. develop the relationship of trust. Yep, absolutely. Good points. All right. I think this is a was a pretty good start to, I think, what's going to be a really powerful series. So I'm really happy with it.
Absolutely. Me too. It's a, it's a, it's a lot of fun. So um, tonight I wanted to do a verse for our prayer, uh, like we always do. Tonight's verse um, is actually from Matthew uh, 18, verses 3 and 4. And it says, Assuredly, I say to you, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. So I wanted to kind of unwrap that verse in our prayer tonight um, and, and kind of let the Holy Spirit guide us as to what that means for us. So Jesus, as it's actually very interesting because what we were just talking about and I just said about trusting you, I feel like that's so intertwined and contingent upon us coming to you as little children it's, I feel like our spiritual maturity is based on knowing everything we know, but choosing to be a little child and realizing there's a lot that we don't know, you know, and, uh, God, we come to you as little children. We come to you knowing that you are so great. We humble ourselves before you. We have our childlike faith Lord. I pray for every person listening, everyone who feels like they've been jaded or just a lot of different things in different seasons in life have caused them either to be bitter or just, or be cynical about the way they see things, Lord. I pray that you peel back the layers and you bring us to the place of spiritual maturity that we would be like that little child that just comes up to you, not putting on airs. We don't need to put on airs in front of you, God. We just need to come to you and just lay at your feet, just sit at your feet, God. Just put our hands up, just picturing us putting our hands up and saying, here I am, Daddy. And you pick us up and you carry us, God. Lord, that's what you want. You want that trusting heart. I pray for all of us, God, to peel away, do your work in us, God, that we peel peel away the things that are not supposed to be there, the things that just kind of took root at one point or another in our lives that are just experiences that have caused us to become cynical and turn it around, God, so that we see the good, that we see the God in things, that we see you, God, that we see you in ourselves and other people, God, that we have experienced the depth of your love. Lord, that we don't live out of a counterfeit spirit, but we live out of your purity, the purity of your love, God, with nothing else attached. The purity of your love, the purity of your mercy, the purity of your wholeness, the purity of your unity, the purity of the voice and the presence of God. Lord, right now, we all, we all come before you. God, you see us for who we really are. You see us down to our core and you love us. God, for any person who feels like they have gone too far in terms of sin or just a lifestyle or patterns or things that they feel like they can't shake or can't break, we know that's a lie from the enemy. And I ask for every person to just come to you. I ask for every person who feels 
cynical or bitter or just in some way or another, like they can't approach the throne of God. Lord, you, you want us to approach your throne, the throne of grace. That is so awesome that we can come boldly before your throne and ask for what we need. So God, I pray for every person who feels like they can't approach you, that they would know how approachable you are as their father. I pray for every person to know you as their father, to know the father-child relationship, to know that you've adopted them, to know that you are their heavenly father, God. For those who never had a good example of an earthly father, may you come in and be that heavenly father. For those who've never had a good example of an earthly mother, may you be the mother, Lord. For those who are missing a spouse, may you be their spouse, God. For those who, who just who have a hole in their heart, God, there's a God-shaped hole in every one of us. God, come in and fill that. Fill that. Fill the needs, Lord. Fill the needs. Fill the desires, God. Fill the hurts, God. Fill us completely to overflow and let us overflow with your joy. I pray for an overabundance, an overflow of joy. Just like children are joyful, children are trusting God. May we become like the little children, joyfully trusting you, God. Lord, and I pray for children right now because sadly there are some children who are a lot more having to grow up a lot faster these days. And I pray for the innocence of childhood not to be robbed by the enemy. I pray for that verse, come as a little child, for those children to be little children coming to you, for us to have that same that same desire to serve you in spirit and truth, God. I pray for every person from one to 99 or and beyond to experience the depth of your love and the depth of your trust and relationship and joy and peace as your child, as your chosen child, as your loved child, and have that resolve. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Awesome. Awesome job. Uh, Kitty Gallagher says, uh, Kristen, your prayers are very moving. Oh, thank thank you, you, Kitty. Kitty. You're so kind. And then she also says, Jordan, that was a great word. So thank you guys. Love Kitty. Yes. All right. So let's get right down to the prayer requests. And since this is a Monday, we got a bunch of them. We're just going to do our best here. Kristen, I don't know how you want to do this. I want to start with two people who are praying like for spiritual warfare sort of things do you want to do these both at the same time or you want to do one take one and the other uh it doesn't matter to me whatever you prefer all right i'll give it to you here so the person named kakumanu says uh please pray for my sister nalini she's affected by jaundice malaria and possessed by evil spirits please pray for her deliverance healing of her so that she might be glorified god so she might glorify god i guess why don't you just pray for her by herself and then we'll, we can group some other ones together. Yeah, absolutely. And I almost, I totally forgot. We have a praise report. Someone texted me today, a dear friend who had asked for prayer and her dog was sick and her dog is, is a lot better. So well, that's that's good. Good. God cares Happy for everyone, that. right? Yep. Okay. So Nalini, Nalini, right? Yeah. Nalini is the girl's name. Okay. Lord Jesus, we know that this, I'm just kind of feeling that this, the sickness and the demon possession is all attached. And it's, um, you know, theologically, sometimes uh, I don't know how to describe it where sometimes it's not attached, but it doesn't, it doesn't really matter, honestly. Um, 
so God, my, my prayer is that you would wipe out everything in an instant. In other words, I pray that you do this work on this person's heart. And I pray that the, anything that the enemy's trying to do through mental and physical ailments would be gone in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that she would right now, whatever seed was ever planted in her, if she's ever had one little mustard seed of faith in you, God, that that would just take off like a giant tree in her and, and knock down and, and totally kill the weeds of the enemy. But even if she's never accepted you, Lord, I pray that this would be the moment. I pray right now that you, that you and your angels would go and minister to her. I pray for all the warring angels to just come against this Lord right now. You know, we think of spiritual warfare and we think of Armageddon in the last days and you know, I mean, I can't even imagine what that's going to be like your victory, Lord, but spiritual warfare is moment by moment. And, um, you know, it's in each person's heart. When, when we hear of stories like this, that, um, that whole conflict is going on. So it's a war and, and you want to win and you will win in this person's heart and life. Lord, we had a praise report the other day of someone getting delivered from, from, um, this, the same kind of thing. So Jesus, you did it for our other friend, Anil. You can do it for Nalini. Lord, you, you care for her. You love her. You do not want her soul to go anywhere else, but into your kingdom, Lord. So right now in Jesus name, we break the spirit of all these things. We break depression. We, we break suicidal thoughts. We break, we break all of these things, Lord. We break, um, sickness. We break, uh, self destruction in the mighty name of Jesus, we break all these things. We break anything attached to them. We break the legion of enemies on her in Jesus name. And we pray right now. I pray in by the name and the, by the blood of the lamb that that would be broken in Jesus name. We pray Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, come in right now and minister to her. Come in right now in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. As long as you're doing that, why don't you pray for Nadia also? I'll take the next two, but pray for Nadia who just says, Pray for guidance and strength to overcome evil. All right, Nadia. I I pray that you would know, you would know that you have, just like Jesus said, fear not for I have overcome the world and I have overcome. You are an overcomer in Christ, but may you know it. You know, you might read it in the Bible, but may you know who you are as a daughter of the King, may you know that you are an overcomer. May you know that you, he has already overcome for you so that you have overcome and anything that you're facing. I just pray this hedge of protection around you. I don't know exactly what it is, but I, I, I feel like you're facing something that you feel that you cannot conquer and in your flesh, you cannot conquer it. But by Jesus, the spirit, you are more than a conqueror. You are more than a conqueror. You put on your spiritual uh, warfare armor and in Jesus name, you're going to attack head on by the spirit, not in your own strength, but by the spirit, by the sword of the spirit and cut down everything in front of you cut down. I just see all these thorns and this briar uh, that the enemy is trying to, to put in front of you. So in Jesus name, take that sword of the spirit and cut that down and you are protected and put on your, your, your shield of faith, put on the sword of the spirit, put on the entire armor of God and get in, get into the word, get into prayer and know that you have the victory. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, great job. I'll take the next two. Um, next two are prayers for marriage. Uh, someone named Gudu sent us pictures of his brother and sister. His sister is Sana and his youngest brother is Sharoon. Uh, 
Guru is the elder sister. They belong to a Pakistani Christian family. The sister is am sister in the age of marriage. I apologize. English is kind of broken. So the sister is 35 years old, but whenever they find a boy for her, something happens. The same with her brother. So she says, please pray for them. We're so upset. And the sister cries a lot. Please pray. So we're going to pray for Gudu's sister, Santa, and brother, Sharoon. And then Unidel says, pray that I get a boyfriend that I like. I don't know what to do without one. Okay, so let's go through those. Father God, in Jesus' name, your word says it's not good for man to be alone or it's assumed for women to be alone, that you made us for one another. God, if you've put it on the hearts of these people uh, for them to get married, then we stand in belief with them that they're not just going to get married, but that you're going to bring them the right person at the right time in an unexpected way so that they will know that it's a miracle. I pray that they all find partners who have a heart after you first and foremost, who love the Lord above all else, who treat them well, and who provide for them. And in particular for Unidel, I'm not simply praying she gets a boyfriend, which is not like the ultimate goal here, that she finds a proper husband who takes care of her, and they take care of each other. We pray these things in your name, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, Kristen, I'd like if you would pray for uh, three people who uh, have ministry prayers here. Nasir uh, says, pray for my family and ministry growth in Pakistan among the Gentiles. Richard says he's from Kenya. Uh, God, He wants God to revive the ministry planted in him for his glory and also to be faithful in his work. And Alice Fun says, please remember in your prayers, I want to make an orphanage. I'm All watching right. from Pakistan. So Nasir and Nasir and Nasir is uh, praying for his ministry in Pakistan. Al Safum wants an orphanage in Pakistan, and Richard from Kenya just wants God to revive the ministry planted in him. Lord, we thank you for these men and their families that are doing your work. Lord, we know these these parts of the world and all over. We'll take the opportunity to say, Lord, bless all of our missionaries and bless all the people and all the Christians and all these nations, Lord, that are that are being shining bright for you, Lord. For Nasir, I pray that he would just be him and his family would be a bright, bright light in Pakistan. Same with Alice Fallon for uh, that orphanage they want to do. In Jesus' name, provide the resources, provide everything they need, not just financially, but and provide the emotional support. Provide, 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 Lord. You are the great provider. Provide what they need. For Richard in Kenya, same thing, God. Provide. That's just the word I'm feeling right now. And God, you know, simple prayers are no less impactful. And so, God, I just I just see the word provision over these people and their families, Lord. I see your abundance and your blessing, God. And I pray that they would meet the point of breakthrough for the provision that we they need in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. So I'm going to do a bunch of um, healing prayers. See, I'm trying to organize these prayers now into groups. It makes, especially on Mondays when we get so many, I just, yeah. the most efficient way of doing it. So we have one, two, three, four, five, looks like five or six prayers for healing. Mikey says, pray for me. I'm a handicapped person so that I can be healed in the name of Jesus. Robin says, I need help from you. Me and my family are going through a very bad condition due to COVID-19. Regina says, 
please pray for me. My heart is paining. My knees and my neck are paining, I guess, in pain. Please pray for me. She's from Papua New Guinea. Aaron says, please pray for my sister, Lena, admitted into the hospital having fibroid complications, blood loss, and extreme pain in the stomach area. Moon says, I'm sick. Pray for me, please. And even though the name got deleted here, the the person, we prayed for someone last week named Anil Kumar, and he was delivered from evil spirits. Now his health is okay, but he's eating only a little food. Pray for that. Thanks for praying. Okay. So, Father God, we lift up Mikey and Robin, Regina, Arun, Anil Kumar, and Moon to you. God, you're not too, you, your arm is not too short to, to meet them. We know that by your stripes, we were healed. That surely you bore our sicknesses and our infirmities on the cross and everything that was on that cross died. You conquered death. And you did it so that we could have life and have it abundantly. In the Old Testament, Father God, you tell us that one of your names is God our Father, our Father but also God our doctor. So, God, these people need a doctor now. Now, we're grateful for the natural doctors they have and the medicines, the procedures. And, God, we pray that those things work out and you give the doctors wisdom and the procedures work. But, God, ultimately, you're the last word on everything. And these people are here standing in faith. You said that if we have as much much faith as a mustard seed, we can point to a mountain and order it into the ocean. Father, God, I point to these sicknesses here and I order them to leave these people whether it's Mikey's handicap, whether it's Robin and her family going through this COVID-19, whether it's Regina and her heart, which I talk to directly, her knees and her neck, which I talk to directly, whether it's Aaron, uh, Aaron's sister, Lena, who's got this fibroid complication and blood loss and extreme pain. We speak to that directly. And Anil Kumar, we order him to be eating. And moon, we whatever sickness that person has, Father God, we speak to these sicknesses. We order them out. We order their bodies to be healed and to be in perfect conformity with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, Kristen, I got – in fact, I'll do this easier for you. Two prayers here for families. One is for Genevieve. It says, pray for my husband to reconcile with our firstborn son and that our son's court case can be removed. I apologize. There's actually three of them. That's Genevieve. Alfred says, send prayers for my family. And Naresh says, oh, I should pray for this person. My younger sister suffers from neurosis. Pray for her. I I lumped that in with the family prayers instead of the healing ones. But so it's Genevieve praying for her, her firstborn son and husband to be reconciled. Alfred just wants prayers for the family. And Naresh to pray for the younger sister who has some kind of uh, neurosis. Lord, we pray for Narisha's sister. In Jesus' name, may her body line up with the will of God right now, Lord. Any pain, anything, Lord. In Jesus' name, we ask you, Lord, to come in. Lord, by your stripes, we are healed. And I just pray, Lord, that your hand, that she would literally feel your hand, your your amazing healing touch all over her body. In Jesus' name and for their entire family. We pray for Alfred, Lord, whatever's going on there, God. I pray for family relationships. I pray for finances. I pray for healing, just everything. Sometimes when there's more than one area, all we can say is help Lord, or all we can Mm -hmm. say is just pray. And so we, we pray Lord 
for Alfred, for you to surround him and his entire family in every way, shape, and form, Lord, you care for them. Show them, Lord, how much you care for them. Demonstrate your love, Lord. Show them. And for Genevieve, for this, Lord, you are the spirit of reconciliation. I speak against the spirit of strife and the spirit of disharmony and disunity in Jesus' name. I pray for there to be a reconciliation in the father and the, and the child and on both sides and all sides and forgiveness and for your unity and your purity and your harmony to reign, Lord. And in anything that needs to come out, anything that needs to come to the surface, anything that's hidden to come out and for there to be a, a new beginning, a fresh new beginning in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Good work. All right. We got a bunch of financial prayers here. We got five of them. I'm going to go through these, and then after that, we're going to get to the people who are writing in right now, the live prayer requests. So start with this. Edgardo says, thank you for your time. May God continue to bless your lives. I'm praying that God sends us to pray for each other. I'm praying for debt relief. So trying to say. Okay, Edgardo is praying for debt relief. Clement is praying for God to appoint him to a vacant position. Starbabs says he's a student. He has financial difficulties. He can't pay for school and many other things necessary to complete his studies. Although this person's real name is apparently Esther Wambi in Papua New Guinea. Ruth says, my name is Ruth Knight from Zimbabwe, a mother of four and a widow. I need help in prayer and food. Please, life is really hard for me. I do not work. God bless you. And Joy says, I need your prayers. I'm a widow, another widow. I desperately need finance to pay my rent due to COVID-19. Is a serious case in hand right now. All right. Father God, your word says you want us to prosper in all things, even as our soul prospers. We know we do not serve a poor God. We don't serve a God of limited means. It's funny because I think we're so conditioned to like, to being embarrassed to ask people for money because they're going to say no because they cling to it so tightly that we take we take that prejudice into our prayers to God. Like, like it's so hard for God to provide for our needs. And what is it to God? It, to God, it's simply a little entry on a spreadsheet somewhere. You know, someone doesn't have money. Okay, now they do. It costs God nothing. But God, I stand in faith for these people and with them. I pray you bless them abundantly with supernatural increase. I pray that you just open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing on them that they do not have room enough to contain. Your word says you give bread, sorry, you give seed to the sower. So Father God, I pray that you give these people seed to sow. Your word says, I've yet to see the righteous forsaken nor their children begging for bread. God, if we who are evil provide for our children, then we know that you will provide for your children. So, God, we thank you that you're meeting the needs of Edgardo, of Clement, of Esther, of Ruth, and of Joy. And, God, for Ruth and Joy, who are widows especially, I know that you're very close to the widow, that you have a special blessing for people who help widows. And, God, I pray the people around them will just overwhelm them with kindness and with blessings and that you'll take care of their needs. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, let's get to some of the live ones. Good to see Fernando. Uh, let's see. Good to see Lenny. Hello, Shimoan. Sally, nice to see you also. A lot of people are saying hi today. Hey. 
Charlie Stevens, good to see him again, my friend. Dahlia. Okay, um, let's see. Dahlia says, please pray for Al, who's her husband, that he gets back in his job as soon as possible. Yes, yes, I remember this. Um, Dahlia, we continue to ask, seek, and knock. I love how you are continually asking for, for prayer. That's the spirit of a praying wife. So I just pray that your husband, Al, will will definitely enter the correct position that God has for him. God has ordered your steps and your family's steps, and he will not fail you. And so in Jesus' name, I pray for the right thing to open before Al, Lord, that you would close the doors that he's not supposed to walk through and open the right one and provide in amazing ways. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, Lumen, and I, it's kind of hard to read what this person is saying, but I think he's saying pray to pray for our land to be free of COVID. So that's always a worthy prayer since we're still going through this coronavirus thing. Father God, in Jesus' name, we pray for an end to this coronavirus. We pray against any second waves or any third waves. We pray that our leaders are given wisdom. We pray for health. We pray for our doctors. We pray for all of our, our first responders, our frontline people. We pray for the, the, the pharmaceutical companies to develop proper treatments, proper cures, uh, proper, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, vaccines. But God, we also, we don't pray to them. We're thankful for them, but we pray to you. And we thank you ahead of time that you're going to bring this coronavirus thing to an end in due course and with all deliberate speed. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Kristen Vinal Don. I think we prayed for this person before. It's yes. fine. Today, I've already lost my job due to coronavirus, but people are trying to make a joke of me, and they're really hurting me. Pray to God to give me more strength and calm as I draw more close to God. This is happening to me in the Fiji Islands. Well, Vino, you know, the enemy wants to bring, try to make you feel shame. And try to make you feel, he, he has, a, I pray against a spirit of mockery and all those things. But you know mm, what? You can't be touched by that. You are in, you were covered in the blood of Jesus. It doesn't matter what other people say or do. Yes, we're humans and it, it hurts. And I pray that you are restored. But I pray you feel God's arms wrap around you. And I pray you know the truth. And I pray for you to, understand your identity in the Lord and to understand that, you know, I know as for men, especially when they lose jobs or something, it's, it's, right. it's connected to a self-confidence issue. So I pray that your confidence comes from the Lord, that you would know he is your provider and he will make a way and that he, your future was just freed up, that God closed that door, but he has a plan. And I pray that you would hear his voice and you would get wisdom and he would show you where to go. But even among, you know, that he would give you the job, but the, the deeper issue would be resolved that you would know your identity in Christ in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Okay. I just had one more here. Oh, our friend Veronica. Hey, hey Veronica. Nice to see you guys. Nice to see you today. Hope you're enjoying your new 
I guess it's still her birthday month or something. Oh, yes. Veronica yes. says, uh, hi, Jordan, Chris, and blessed day. Please pray for me so my life could be a better one. Well, that's what God wants for you. We've said it several times tonight. He wants you to have life and have it abundantly. And Veronica, what I'm feeling is um, I, I want you to go out and help make other people's lives better also. And I don't know you personally, but you know, it goes back to what we were talking about. If this is what you want God to give you, start giving it to other people as well. We talked about this all last week. All right. God, Veronica is a very faithful person. She watches us every night. We know she has a good heart after you. And she's also the matriarch of her family. She prays for her, her children and her grandchildren. She stands in the gap for a lot of people. I ask that you bless her and bless her abundantly in her ministry, because I believe she has a ministry, whether or not she realizes it. I pray that her life can be a better one. I pray she makes a lot of other people's lives better. I know she already does. I hope that you impress upon her that she already does. I hope you show her more ways that she can improve the lives of other others. And I hope that she is a, a as much a blessing to other people as she is to Chris and to me. And God, we just thank you that you're going to do a powerful work through her. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Let's just finish up with a couple more here. Um, just sort of generic prayers. Uh, Kristen, if you want, just three quick ones. Uh, Shazad and Kaushal simply say, pray for me. And Riss says, pray for my country, Indonesia. Lord, we pray for Shazad and Kaushal. Lord, we pray for them. We pray that you would give them what they need, what they seek, Lord, the answers that they seek. Give them wisdom. Give them joy. Give them rest. Give them hope, God. Give them what they need and what their family needs, Lord. And give them a closer walk with you. And for Riss, and we pray the same thing, and for his homeland, Lord, we just pray your anointing over that entire country, Lord. And we pray for Riss and his family as well, Lord. What he needs, Lord, help him to be able to stand in the gap in a bigger way, Lord. Lord, he's asking you to be a bigger light. And I just pray that you would just open up new doors for him to do that, God. And you would bless him abundantly. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, guys. Well, look, that's, uh, that does it for our prayer request for tonight. Kristen, would you uh, please do the honor of leading everybody in the call to salvation? Absolutely. Well, if you wanted to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, or maybe you accepted him years ago and um, you know, you've never really had a personal relationship, this is the perfect time to ask him into your heart. There's no time like the present. So just follow after me. It's so simple. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. And I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. You prayed that prayer. We're so excited for you. Comment on the video or send us a message. If you got praise reports, remember to keep those coming too. They're so encouraging. We love hearing from you. Absolutely. Hey guys, thanks for the privilege of letting Kristen and I pray over you. We really look forward to doing the show every night. We really enjoy it very much. And uh, we enjoy being a part of your lives. And, and, you know, listen, what we do, I mean, we feed you so you can feed other people. That's the point, right? Like, we study ourselves. We we listen to other pastors, other preachers. We teach ourselves so that 
we can then teach you so that you can teach others. That's the point. We're trying to multiply our efforts here. So go forth and, and you know, spread the word, as Jesus said. Hey, easy way to do that, by the way. Just hit the share button. Don't forget to share the videos. It helps us out a lot. Again, we don't make any money doing this, but we do ask that you please just try to uh, help us spread the word as much as possible. All right, guys, look, thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow night at the same time, 7.30 Eastern time. In the meantime, as always, be blessed and be a blessing. Bye. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.